Welcome to the WealthStream Podcast. The team at Hightower Great Lakes share their insights and passions for empowering their clients to live their best life. In this energetic podcast, we will take you on a journey to help you navigate your financial future, overcome life's challenges to reach your financial goals, and find the financial clarity you've been searching for. Let's explore the downstream impact of your wealth and what it means to you, your family, and your community to live greater. Hello and welcome to The Wall Street with Tim Scannell from Hightower Great Lakes. Good morning, Tim. How are you? I'm good, Eric. It's fall, so uh, the leaves are changing, and I love that. I love that time of year. So I'm doing well. How about yourself? Me too. I, you know, I'm not a big fan of raking leaves, but the, all <laughs> the colors for for a partially colorblind guy, it is still pretty vibrant out there. So it's good exactly. stuff. Good stuff. Hey, I know that you have somebody who's also very vibrant in your office, and that is Samantha Petrozinski, Correct? Yes, it is, Eric. How's it going? Oh, it's great. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Tim, I know that you brought her in for a very specific reason. Why don't you introduce her to the audience, please? Absolutely. Um, so we've talked on a number of podcasts about our wealth management processes. We have, obviously, investment planning is the core and advanced planning. But one of the areas or one of the ways I think we really differentiate ourselves from our competitors is through our relationship management and how we've really tried to build out a really strong, professional, certified team. And Samantha is a key part of that team. So what I wanted to do today was introduce everyone listening and introduce you, Eric, to Samantha. You know, one of the things that we stress when we work with our clients, when we talk to our CPAs and attorneys, other professionals, is the importance of a team. And when we're trying to create a team that serves our clients, you know, we want someone who's got planning skills, great communication skills. Sometimes they'll be more compliance or accounting focused. But Samantha, she'll get into it when I introduce you. She was actually a financial planning major in college. So I think she's always wanted to serve and work with clients and help them. So rather than steal her thunder and what she's going to talk about, I thought I would introduce everyone to Samantha. So Samantha... Why don't you just introduce yourself a little bit and tell us, like, where are you from? Give us a little bit, about, little bit about your background. Well, thank you for the wonderful introduction, Tim. <laughs> I appreciate it, as always. So I grew up in Mokina, Illinois, which is a south suburb of Chicago. And although I lived in Illinois majority of my life, I was very happy to leave to pursue my career here in Valparaiso, Indiana. In terms of education, I was very blessed to have the opportunity to attend Loris College in Dubuque, Iowa, to obtain my Bachelor of Science degree in Finance and Accounting. Many people may not be familiar with Loris College given its size, but their Francis J. Noonan School of Business offers a financial planning and wealth management minor that is a CFP registered program. And so although they started the program just as I was graduating, so I didn't have the incredible opportunity to participate in that, I was able to actually be a member of the Professional Advisory Council, which gives me the opportunity to help empower future planners from my alma mater. Yeah, and before we get into some of the things you're doing with us and for our clients, tell me a little bit about that process. Is how are you giving back to future generations of financial planners? Yeah, definitely. I think it's it's super exciting. You know, I get to go back once a year, like I said, to, to Loris College, my alma mater, where I actually meet with the students currently in the, the minor program, 
giving them, you know, advice from the, the expertise that I've learned from working with, you know, individuals in the industry. And I think just as well as broadening my expertise by actually being currently enrolled in the financial planning certificate program at DePaul University in Chicago, Illinois, to complete my education requirement with the goal to hopefully sit for the CFP exam early next year. So it certainly has been a challenging few months, but my goal has always been to provide exceptional value to my clients. So what better way is there than holding myself to the highest standard? And, and tell me, if you don't mind, a little bit about, because I don't know that everyone really understands, the listener understands the CFP program and how it works. Maybe just briefly talk about the different modules and how long it takes to get that. Yeah, it's so... Unfortunately, there is an education requirement to actually sit for the exam, which is usually, it's six modules, each about three months each. Um, So I'm currently enrolled in the fifth out of the six, so almost there. Way to go. And it's, I think, very important because we're encouraging the the learning process of future financial planners and holding ourselves to a high standard that allows us to provide services to our clients. And I think, too, as a a fiduciary, you know, it's always important to make sure that the advice that I'm giving to clients is is the best and in their best interest. So maybe give an example of something you might have recently learned in one of the modules that you're in a meeting the following week or month and you, you feel like it really helped you help the client. Yeah, I definitely say even though it's probably not everyone's favorite topic is definitely the the tax planning course. Um, especially as we're heading towards, you know, the end of the year, tax planning is very important to majority of the individuals that we work with. And I think just, you know, understanding the the basics between if now everyone is transitioning in different ways to enjoy life, you know, given this COVID world that sometimes just kind of going on their own in the lake or at the beach is what they want. So maybe that's another home and the, the taxes around owning that versus just the home they have now. So I think, too, it's really just helped me, in a way, identify areas that I could best plan for, for, you know, clients that are looking for different solutions in this type of world. So I know one of the things that we do here and we talk to our clients about, we have talked to many podcasts about, is just the whole wealth management process, and in particular, some of the advanced planning, you know, wealth transfer, making sure that your wealth goes efficiently, you know, in the event of death or when you pass or wealth protection, making sure that if you're in business, for example, that you're set up in the proper entities to protect or, you know, we do a lot of work in charitable giving. As we're approaching year end, you know, maybe talk a little bit about some of the things you are doing with clients with philanthropy and charitable giving. Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of our clients have a lot of charitable intent, which is fantastic. And, I personally really enjoy the opportunity to give back and help our clients give back. And I think a lot of the planning to do, although a lot of times our clients utilize the qualified charitable distributions to satisfy their required minimum distributions, and I think just guiding clients and facilitating that process for them to allow them to use assets from, you know, their IRAs to give to their favorite charitable organizations is amazing as well as, you know, identify ways we could help reduce taxes for them come year end. So I think I enjoy that process a lot, just knowing the fact that we can help our clients achieve their goal to to really help those organizations in need. 
And I know in work, we've had a number of, we've hired a number of people right out of college. And, you know, you being in kind of a financial planning major and going through the CFP program, comment I've received from a lot of people is they always thought that the business is, they always understood the business to be very analytical. You need a lot of number crunching, I guess. Never anticipated kind of the emotional side of the business. So, you know, in your experience working now for a couple of years with clients, maybe talk a little bit about that. Yeah, and that's honestly one of the reasons why I wanted to enter the industry is that talking about money on a personal side for me has never been easy. Having the confidence and the comfort to talk about money is really what empowered me to become a financial advisor to understand and help people who may be uncomfortable talking about money because they may not be as well educated, they may be unsure, you know, the best process to take. But ultimately, it's that that trust that they have to put into an advisor. And I've always strived to be that person that they have as a trusted partner. And really to understand, I think, traditionally with the, the industry, it's always been kind of a male-dominated industry. And I think, you know, as a young female advisor, I add different skill sets and bring that to the table that really helps empower women emotionally when it comes to handling money as well as, you know, families and, and stewards of that sort. I know you're a, you're a very big cat fan and dog fan. You love your, your pets, and they're not even pets. They're part of your family, like Binks. But when someone says to you, you know, hey, Samantha, what do you do for a living? You know, what, what do you say? Well, Tim, I honestly love when people <laughs> ask me that question because it's pretty simple. I help empower women see the possibility in a healthy work-life balance by guiding them on a path toward financial independence. Ah, see, that's pretty amazing. And so tell me, how do you do that? Well, typically it starts off what we refer to as a discovery meeting, where we really gather information about their goals, interests, to really understand what's important to them. And based on that process and based on the information that we gather, we determine where they are now, where they want to be in the future, and help identify any gaps in between where we could help add value. And typically, typically with this process, one of two things really happens is that we could help provide a, a second opinion. They may be in great shape, but we can provide two to three really key items of advice that could help push them in the right direction for their financial future. Or we may determine that mutually we make a great team and that they would like, you know, myself and the High Tower Great Lakes team to be a trusted partner to help guide them towards that financial independence. So I think it's a process that I want to encourage people to reach out and allow us to be that trusted partner for them. Give an example of like a, a recent uh, engagement, you know, where you've worked with somebody and you've, you've gathered that data. One of the things I'm always amazed at, and I've been doing this for 30 plus years, is the expectation that people have when they first come in to meet you, kind of the fear and the anxiety that they have about just disclosing and talking about such personal information versus like maybe when they leave the meeting and they've gone through this discovery process. So given maybe just talk about an example of uh, maybe a client that's come in and, and you, you really feel like you've changed their, their ideas or their thought process about the planning that they're going to do, that we're going to do for them. Yeah, I, I definitely think a one case that really stands out to me and that many of you listening might relate to a lot is that 
sometimes, you know, driving your own financial process or having the ability all these years to really just focus on, you know, driving the process on your own, it's, it's scary and intimidating to really put that trust into another individual, say as a, you know, an advisor and coming into that initial meeting where you're basically gathering all these documents, putting your whole life out there, especially if you're close to retirement. And I can truly understand just how terrifying that is. And I will say one word of encouragement is that I hope many of you that do come in and that I've even witnessed that you never feel judged, that we're just here to provide you advice and guidance and just make sure almost that we're just a team together that helping you give the the confidence to kind of get where you want to be in terms of, you know, financial success. And I think during the, the initial meeting, it may start off kind of slow. It's more of us trying to understand you as a person rather than right away just your financials. I think that's something I focus on. I enjoy, and this is my favorite part about my position, is that I have the opportunity to build these relationships and connections with incredible people in the Valparaiso community and beyond. And I think, you know, at the end of the meeting, as we continue to have this discussion, whether or not in in the future it progresses or not in terms of a client financial relationship, I just think it's fulfilling to see if you will wait off their shoulder, that, you know, they, they feel better about their current situation and feel better about leaving the meeting and that hopefully, you know, it was a positive rather than a negative out of it. So I really enjoy that about it. And I've been in meetings with you where I've witnessed your ability to work with people who have just maybe recently widowed or recently divorced or going through those traumatic events. Obviously, there's enough to worry about just with those things going on and then to separately have to take over and organize and create a plan. Talk just briefly about that unique situation and some of those opportunities where you feel like you can really add value. Unfortunately, situations like this do happen. And as you mentioned, it's very overwhelming. It's a very emotional time. Part of the reason why I strive to empower women of that sort is because as a female myself, um, I understand the, the struggles and the hurdles that many women go through. And I just hope guiding them on that path of financial independence gives them the, the confidence to tackle those unique hurdles and just have them understand that they're not alone when making these decisions, that I myself am along the way, no matter what, as well as, you know, our High Tower Great Lakes team is behind them. And I just think it's unique to to help plan for scenarios where some clients, particularly women, may be taking care of their elder parents. Um, personally, growing up, you know, I had the opportunity to take care of my grandma while she was sick. Um, I know my family couldn't afford going into a community type where they can help her. So I understood the importance of balance of taking care of her as well as, you know, going to school and helping my parents while they were working. So I just think personally with that sacrifice and the the understanding of that really helps me better plan for for clients going forward. Yeah, and I've I've witnessed that and that's why we're so grateful that you're on the team. So when you're not working, you know, what kind of what are your hobbies or what what do you like to do? 
Well, in my free time, you can generally find me at the dog park uh, <laughs> with my dog Remington, or I usually call her Remy when she's good. Mm-hmm. I also have an amazing and wonderful, handsome black cat named Mr. Binks. Mm-hmm. Those two are my world, and, you know, really I work to give them a better life because they truly are my family. But I'm also involved in the community. So initially, coming to Valparaiso, Indiana, I didn't know many people, so the opportunity arose to join a young group of professionals in the community. So it's the Rotary Satellite Club, and when I first initially started, it was a great way to connect with younger professionals to help organizations in the Velpo community that need, you know, help or volunteers. Crazy enough, I find myself as the the president of the organization (laughs) now. So what happens when you raise your hand? Yeah, time really flies. I met a ton of great people and can use some of my thought leadership to really encourage, you know, others in the community. I'm also a member of a softball slow pitch league. So I do that usually during the summer, but I've been trying to convince Tim to join a bowling league or a pickleball league, but he's just not having it. Well, uh, Nancy loves pickleball now, so maybe we'll get into that. And and actually, I've been pushing it back on you. You know, you've got to organize it and I'll show up, I promise. If anyone's out there that wants to join our pickleball team... I'm very highly competitive, but I always like a good game. So, <laughs> and, and just a note, you were talking about Mr. Binks. So in this COVID world where there were months where we did almost all Zoom meetings, I mean, we are back to the office now. We do offer Zoom or phone or in-person meetings. But when we were doing Zoom meetings, it was always amazing how Mr. Binks would just show up in the screen. Quite a ham, uh, your cat. <laughs> yes, I think he thinks he's some sort of movie star because he'll be sleeping the entire day. Mm-hmm. And as soon as the Zoom or WebEx meeting starts, you hear him meowing. He's all up in the camera. But I think, you know, majority of our team members and majority of our clients really got a kick out of it because, like I said, he's a, a really great cat and really knows how to entertain. Exactly. What are some of the, uh, maybe one or two major impacts of how we're going to do business, how we'll serve clients that might change or have changed as a result of COVID? Yeah, I definitely think, you know, as a, as a team, we were very well prepared for this type of thing in terms of still being able to continue our planning, continue our contact, continue our meetings with clients, but more virtual. So I think that was the biggest way to adapt was ensuring that our clients are still comfortable, you know, with video conferences. If not, we traditionally always were, you know, a phone call away. But I I don't think it ever stopped the amazing work that we're doing as a team. I, I think during these uncertain times, we as a team really knew that and expected that emotions were to be extremely high. And I think we really did a good job of being that point of contact and being super transparent and communicating often um, given these circumstances. But if I had one key takeaway, I would always tell people who are listening and our clients to always call when they feel uneasy about the markets that we rather be the person that you talk to and communicate to so we can really help resolve some of the the stress that you're feeling and just being there for you during these these times. So I think that's the experience I enjoyed most about COVID, unfortunately, was being that point of contact and being that person that they trusted to talk through things during these times. Yeah, and I think that 
when we think of relationship management, you know, it includes us working with your other, your CPAs, attorneys, your other professionals, but it also is important for us to determine like, how are you going to work with our team? Do you want to work, do you want Zoom meetings, phone, in person? You know, do you prefer to work with me or with Samantha? And I'll just acknowledge right now that I have a handful of clients who have, I've worked with for many, many years who have said, well, I'd really like to work with Samantha. And I didn't take a personal <laughs> because I think that's the point of a team is that, you know, we want to make sure that we're serving the clients in the way they, they want to be served. And, and you've obviously been a wonderful addition to the team. And like I said, I'm very, very grateful. Well, thank you. And I, I think that's a point to bring up about the team is that overall it's, and one of the reasons why I love working here is it's not a competitive atmosphere. It's one of those things where we collaborate and continually provide best practices to each other to ensure our planning and recommendations that we are making to our clients are exceptional. And I think without that, unfortunately, some people, you know, may be in the, the planning industry, but I don't, I don't think it compares to really what our office does for our clients be just because of that and the fiduciary standard that we uphold ourselves to. Well, it might not be competitive here, but when we get on the pickleball court, I'm just warning you, it'll be very competitive, especially if Nancy's coming too. Oh, gosh. Well, <laughs> I will certainly be ready for that. It's been a couple of years since I've really been competitive sports, but I think I can handle it. Well, excellent. So the listener, they want to reach out to you. They want to connect with you. So how, how do they do that? Well, certainly I'm available via phone or email anytime you need to reach me. So my email is S. Petrzynski, I know, an incredibly long name, but it's S. Petrzynski at HightowerAdvisors.com. If you need help spelling that, feel free to give me a call. My direct line is 219-246-5709. And I encourage you, if you're just looking for a second opinion, if you're looking for planning services, or if you generally just want to get to know me like I want to get to know you, um, feel free to just give me a call. Excellent. I'm grateful that you came on today. Thank you. No, I, I appreciate it a lot, Tim. So thank you for having me. I'll tell you what, this is fantastic. Samantha, so good to get to know you on the podcast. I hope the listening audience took a lot of little nuggets of how you work with your clients. Um, I really only have one follow-up question, if that's okay. Yeah, certainly, Eric. Okay, so if I join the pickleball team, do we have matching outfits? Is this going to be coordinated? <laughs> and I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be a nice first aid kit available because I don't, I don't think I know how to play pickleball very well. I did it in junior high, and that was about it. <laughs> well, Eric, in that case, I can promise you, if we're a team, we are definitely going to have matching outfits, and we will yes. be the best looking on the court as well as the best playing on the court. Okay. Um, so I think right now to answer your question is, if you're a little rusty since it's been a few years, uh, you better get practicing because... <laughs> It's uh, yeah. got to come sooner than you know. <laughs> exactly. You're just so honest in everything. I have to say it's it's more than a few years. It's a few decades. Okay? Let's just put it that way. <laughs> you will be <laughs> yeah, doing the majority of the going. lifting on our team. Okay? You'll be uh, you'll be carrying us. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. Tim's wife is pretty competitive, I hear. And so you guys can really match off. And Tim and I can stand by the water cooler just saying, hey, good job. Keep going. That sounds great. <laughs> I'm all for that, Eric. You're on the team. You're the captain. Yes. Yes. Winner. Okay. Thank you so much again, Samantha, for your time. And Tim, of course, thank you for bringing her on. What a great addition to the team. Oh, yeah. We're excited to have her.
All right. And the last thank you, of course, goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Wellstream podcast with Tim Scannell. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Tim comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Hightower Great Lakes, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Wealthstream podcast. We hope you gained some valuable insight that you can apply to your life and share with others. Please don't forget to subscribe below to be notified when new episodes become available. And don't forget to live greater. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Hightower Great Lakes. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Hightower Great Lakes is a group of investment professionals registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. 